Welcome back to the Hardline. Enter at your own risk. Eric Messersmith here with former Blue Cam Jansen for Mizzou receiver TJ Mohanny Yates, Matt Whitener. We're at Winghaven Country Club in O'Fallon for the Mizzou Tiger Club golf event. And joining us now is the head coach of the Missouri football team, Barry Odom. How are you, coach? I'm doing great, guys. Thanks uh, for being here today, number one. And uh, really always a pleasure to to be with you guys uh, on, on a great uh, June. It's amazing the calendar's looking at June, looking right uh, staring us in the face June 5th. Coach Cam left his notes right in front of you for him. I, I was going to go by them. I was going to ask the questions. So pass those back. The only thing is there's like three pages in there on why you voted for Trump. So you be careful when you, when you hit those. Do not bring up anything political. I've, I've learned my lesson. Coach, no, no comment. We're actually, yeah, we won't do that. But uh, the very first time I looked through Cam's notes, he was practicing taking notes because he's never done it before. And he had the top 20 reasons he was voting for Donald Trump. I, well, wait a minute. I, all I saw on that phone, I, I saw a list of phone numbers, so I don't know who he's. They're all boys. Yeah. Right, Kate? They're all boys, Kate. Every how, single one. How did, you, uh, how did you hit him out there, Coach? I, TJ um, didn't, didn't participate. I think it's because he would have been embarrassing. Are you a much better golfer, I, though, I than know TJ? That I, the only, and I have never seen TJ Mo play golf, but I do know one thing, and, I, and I'm not saying this because he's sitting here listening. Yes, he is. Um, <laughs> but he's an unbelievable competitor, so I know that good or bad, he would go, he would go compete. And uh, I was called out on a couple of holes to try to sink a putt. I did all right. I mean, I, I did. Uh, all right. 80 percent yeah I don't, is that four or five four or five is 80 percent yeah, yeah it's 80 percent i don't know if that's good in golf or not but that's all right today uh yeah. it's pretty phenomenal most people three putt once again these were not short putts they weren't they were i mean in my mind i'm a really good miniature golf player um, <laughs> so i was seeing like the windmill going around in the clown's mouth so i was able to visualize and and put it where it's supposed to go so right now the kids uh, reported yesterday yeah, it's a, a really, and, and you guys started it really, you know, back in the, you know, 2008, 2009. Uh, guys, the, the vets, they started a week early. So they came back last week, all of our upperclassmen. They started last Tuesday right after Memorial Day, went Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. It was a discretionary week for us, so it was voluntary. And then uh, and then our, our young guys, our newcomers, reported on Saturday, moved into the dorms. Um, Still in South? No, summertime's a little bit different. We oh, yeah, College Ave yeah. is where they used to stay. Yeah, it's a little, little different across campus a little bit. And then uh, so they moved in this weekend. Uh, we had a workout this morning starting at 5 o'clock. Uh, 5 o'clock. It was oh. good. It, it was started good. at 5. Started so at be five. there at 4.30. Be there ready to roll. And, uh, what are the roles in terms of how what your hours are at this you time? Can, really, you can have them for, for eight hours of, of structured time during the, the summertime. So – uh, we use a lot of that with strength and conditioning. We do a yoga session throughout the week. We do uh, some mental conditioning, and then our players have have always embraced the opportunity to do seven on seven with their you know against offense, defense, skill development. We can't the coaching staff can't be involved when there's a football or equipment involved. So we can have them in the classroom. We can have them in the meeting room uh, or, or classroom, whatever you want to say. You can have them. Really, we've got it structured for two of those hours during the week that we can be in a meeting room with them, watching video, uh, doing some different things like that. But there's a lot of things during the summer that are led by our senior leadership and, uh, and our strength and conditioning coach. So they got cranked up today and uh, really excited to, to have a chance to kind of walk through and see some of the guys that have been gone for a while. Uh, so 
really at the end of spring, you, you mostly know who your leaders are for the next year. Who's your guys that you expect to be leading all this while you guys kind of have to take a step back with you the know, you regulations? Look at, it really, I, and, and the senior class asked for it as soon as the Arkansas game was over last year. They came in, so the juniors, rising seniors came in, and we we had um, a lot of really difficult conversations that were good for, for both sides, for me as the coach, them as the players, on what they wanted to accomplish, what we wanted to get done, and then how to get there. And uh, you look defensively, Marcel Frazier's done a great job, A.J. Logan, Eric Beisel, Anthony Sherrills. Really, those four guys on, on that side of the ball have done a great job uh, on, on leading our team throughout from, from last November until today. And then on offense, Jamon Moore has done a great job. Uh, Ish Witter, who, who has played a lot at tailback over the last couple of years, has done a really nice job. And Jason Reese. Uh, so Alec Ablin is a guy that has come on up front. He's kind of leading that group. And uh, so really we've got a really strong core group of leaders uh, that are going to be seniors, all have played a significant amount that care deeply about the University of Missouri. So you've got Demario Crockett, who I think he hit it, He actually was over 1,000 yards yeah. last year. Uh, I was talking to Coach Eiffel a little bit on the course. He said he looked really good through spring. He does, and, and we limited a, uh, some of those guys' reps throughout spring ball. Guys that have, have played a number of reps look at number of reps that you take over a career, and especially a guy that's that that, that plays the tailback position or wide receiver. Or, uh, you know, you don't want to – you want them to get enough work where you keep the consistency of your offense or your defense, but also I know what Damari can do. He's up to 230, 232 pounds. Um, don't get in front of him, Cam. He's has, a beast. Has had a, a – tremendous offseason and uh, is really determined to have a great sophomore campaign. So what um, the, the guy that I played with that was a lot like him that I, at least watching him, Derek Washington, what are the parallels there? It's amazing. It's um, there, there's some people that will remember that, you know, Derek was always, I don't want to say he was a, a glider, but he's picked his moments on feeling the feeling the block had a great sense of, of when he needed to speed up, slow down, take advantage of, of waiting for the block to happen. Damari's got some of those same characteristics. He also never takes a real head-on lead shot. He's good at his pad level, runs behind, understands what he needs to do um, as far as when, when, when contact happens. Uh, there's, there's a lot of characteristics there that, that are similar. We're talking with Barry Odom, the head coach of the Missouri Tigers at the Missouri Tiger Club golf event here at Winghaven Country Club in O'Fallon on the hard line, powered by Johnny Londoff Chevrolet. You were an assistant for a long time, but obviously being the head guy is different. How are you different now this year than you were at this time last year, and, and what are you going to change about your style, if anything? Well, you look, it's, you know, there, somebody asked me on the course earlier, say, are you feeling any pressure? I was like, hell yeah, I'm feeling pressure. You feel it every day. I mean, that doesn't change. You know, they, seem, they said you, you seem a lot more relaxed. Well, we've got a long ways to go, and we've made a lot of progress, but don't confuse that with being where we need to be yet. And I've got a lot of things to do and a lot of things to accomplish. I know that we're going to get there. I've got comfort in our staff. I feel, um, you know, I'm really excited about them being together for a year, understanding, you know, I've got a, a plan A and plan B in place on what we're going to do throughout the year. There's always going to be surprises that come about. But I, I don't want it to sound arrogant, but I'm very confident in, in what we're going to do. I like our team. I like our locker room. And uh, I like the direction that we're going. So I've, I've learned a great deal. I think experience I wouldn't trade for anything. Um, and, and I've got a lot to learn still. But uh, I'm in a lot better spot right now than I was a year ago. seems like that offense last year, 
uh, well, just by watching it, it, it is complex and it's it obviously works. I mean, you're, I think you guys are one of two teams to have a thousand yard rusher, a thousand yard receiver, and a three thousand yard passer returning. How much easier is it going to be for those guys now having a year of hearing the verbiage? Like I, I never switched offenses. I never had a coach and had right. to go learn something new. Well, I think it's really important that number one, our charge as coaches is to get those guys that are returning, the, those ten returning starters on offense, to get them to play at a higher level than they did last year. That's the expectation. And if we don't, then we need to do a very good job as coaches. Uh, but they've got to embrace that. But but also understand that that for for those guys coming back on that side of the ball, being in year two, we can do a little bit more. They have a comfort level in uh, the timing, how each other's you know runs this route, uh, the protection, all the different terminology we're talking about. You know, it's it's always nice to go into year two uh, of of having the same system. Sorry, one more, Eric. Uh, Dave Steckel is week one. How much of your verbiage is the same as it was when you guys, or, or did you change everything when you went to Memphis? Uh, very little is the same. I've got a, a, a great deal for Steck, and um, you know, I'll be ready for that one to get over, really. Yeah. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't like going against guys that, that you respect, and, and, and you know, I've got a personal relation, and I respect everybody we go against, but I've known Steck for, you know, damn near 20 years now, and uh, that, you know, they're, they're the first opponent we need to prepare really well and play our best. I'll be ready to get that one over. Coach, kind of a two-parter for you here. Um, having Charles Harris go in the first round to Miami, a place where it looks like he's going to be able to succeed at, you know, what's that like for you to see one of your guys go off on that journey? And then, you know, how do you see the defense shaping up without that type of talent to work around? Well, I'm excited for Charles, uh, a tremendous talent that, that also, you know, a couple weeks ago graduated from Mizzou, so that, that's important for me. Uh, to understand where he came from developmentally to where he is today uh, has an opportunity uh, because of his skill set uh, to be a special player at the next level. Uh, care about him, wish him the best, and want him to have great success. I think it says a lot for all the different components of our program to put out another division or another first round uh, draft at that spot. Uh, I think we got a couple more guys coming that, that need to, to pick up the slack there. But also, you know, when you lose a really good player, there's 10 or 11 guys that they need to step up their game, including, um, you know, myself on on uh, how we're going to play defense football this year. We're talking with Barry Odom, the head coach of the Missouri Football Tigers from Winghaven Country Club in O'Fallon for the Mizzou Tiger Club golf event. Speaking of your defense, Coach, I know last year there was a situation where you took over the, the play calling and game planning duties again later in the season and kind of change things around and and i guess how people explained it and this is obviously overly simplistic is you kind of went back to more of what you were doing before when you were the defensive coordinator what's that going to be like this year what's your role with the defense is it going to be as it was last season or is it going to be a little different well i really like our defensive staff we had a great spring uh working together to see what's best for our kids on on what they can do and what we can ask them to do um i'm excited personally to to be able to have a a role in in that room uh with the defensive staff and working with those guys um as, as a head coach um you know i'm not very good at standing back and 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 just evaluating and taking it all in i'm going to be more active uh obviously on that side of the ball calling the defense and, and working together with that staff on putting together a game plan which we think will be successful for our kid for our kids Coach, I saw, you know, Charles Harris was drafted in the first round. I think you had six other players who signed as free agents, not including Harold Brantley. 
Um, and so one person that we haven't really heard about has been Mike Shear. And I feel like a lot of people are wondering, you know, would the ha that have to do with his physical or just really playing off the injury? Would that affect him that much? Do you think that's what it is? And, and do you think we'll see something come about in the next few weeks? I've had a, n a number of calls about Mike in the last month. Um, you know, he's going to, I think he's going to have a long career uh, playing at the next level. Um, he's got great video to back up uh, the, the type of person and player that he is. Coming off of that injury, I think there are a lot of question marks. You know, so quickly removed after the surgery on when, you know, the workouts were and many camps have started. If he gets in a camp, that, that organization is going to realize and understand that he's going to make them better. Coach, what do you think the upside is for Drew Locke? We saw him make big strides from year one to year two. Yeah, I think he's still got a, a chance and an opportunity where, you know, the jump that he made between year one and year two, I think he can do the same thing between two and three. Uh, the understanding of the offense being coached by what I you know, believe uh, very, very firmly is the best quarterbacks coach in the country and Josh Heupel uh, having another year under him and developing him into the, uh, into the, into the player that he is going to be. He had a great spring, um, can make every throw on the field and is understanding the leadership role that we expect for our quarterbacks. Coach, I know we, you can't get into specifics about you know recruiting, and, and obviously you can't talk about names, but in terms of the recruiting process now versus last year when you're putting together a staff and you're trying to scramble, how much different is it now? Yeah, we've got, you know, there, there's obviously the, the state of Missouri in the next couple of years has is, is got a lot of players, but also, you know, for, for us as a staff, I want guys that want to be at the University of Missouri, and I want to find the best players that we can find. Uh, you know, I don't care if they're in Juneau, Alaska, or where they are. I want to find guys who go win a championship, and they want to do it for Mizzou. They want to play for the University of Missouri. They want to play in my system. They want to play in our program. And if they're Missouri guys, absolutely, I'd love to do it with Mizzou guys. Uh, it's about relationships, continuing to build those. Also, I understand. I know we got to be good on the field. We do that. That's going to solve a lot of problems. So I'm not afraid to say that out loud. And uh, I'm excited about where we are right now in our current signing class going into next year. Over the next seven or eight days, we've got a lot of camps that I uh, feel like uh, we're going to have a chance to get kids on campus, be around us, show them what our program is, and uh, there's going to be there's going to be a number of really great players that want to be a part of our program. Coach, you, you mentioned you got the players in yesterday, this freshman class. At what point, when you see that, I know you get to you'll talk to the strength staff and get reports from them. At what point do you get an idea of how many of these kids can contribute this year? Well, we've we've got a, an idea, and I've, I've challenged every one of them uh, through recruiting them. I don't want anyone that I sign from a competitive standpoint. I don't want anybody thinking, well, I'm going to go in and redshirt. I've told every one of them to have the mindset, I'm going to go in and challenge for the starting job. Because if you do that from a, from a mental standpoint, you know, it's not a surprise if you get to the point like, hey, you're going to play. So we're going to throw the playbook at them. We're going to train them really hard. And I want every one of them to believe that they're going to be the starter. And if they're not, then, then that's how the chips fall. But I want them to have the attitude when they walk into somewhere, they've got enough confidence that, uh, you know, they're going to be in a position to help us go win games. So when you recruit these guys, do you have a, a decent idea of just watching their film that uh, this kid, I think he can play like he, physically, he could play next year? Well, you look at, at where your depth chart is currently, and then obviously you want to recruit for guys that, that can come in and help you win a championship. And uh, then you throw in, as you know, the maturity level of going to class this summer, of picking up an offense or defensive scheme, of doing the workouts, 
uh, of making sure socially you're taking care of your business. I mean, that's a full that's a full load. Uh, so you understand how maturity-wise guys will will handle that. If we can do it over the summer and have a chance to, to continue to work and, and uh, teach those guys, have a great understanding going into fall camp, uh, who you think you can get ready to go play. Mizzou head football coach Barry Odom joining us here live at the Winghaven Golf Club. Uh, coach, when you talk about experience and you talk about how important it is to have that back, how much more comfortable maybe is the word to use do you feel of having Drew Locke back this year with the experience and the ups and downs he played through last year going into this season well I, I you know he's a over a 3,000 yard passer and uh you know not every throw was obviously perfect and he's got a lot of room for improvement but but also did some great things uh over the course of the year so my my comfort level with him after what I saw him progress to last year during the year and then in the spring practice uh, I, I'd rather have him than, than uh, a guy that's never taken a snap, that's for sure. I'm excited about Drew. I've got tremendous faith in him. He's a great leader, and uh, there's nobody in our program that, that has outworked him. What do you think is the, the thing that he made the biggest stride in through the season last year and, and through this offseason? Just the understanding of how to read a defense. And, you know, the you know he gets the, the play call and understanding if that's something that with the look that the defense has given us, is that favorable or do we need to get out of it? And then being able to make an adjustment within the short period of time that you got to do that, he grew so much as the season went on last year on being able to, to um, get the call, give the checks, make the read, deliver the ball. How much leeway did you guys give him last year to make adjustments, and, and will that be even more this year? Oh, I think it will be more. You have to talk with Hype on, on how much leeway he gave him. Uh, but he's got an opportunity through through the, the course of after the call, making the read, and then going through one through the progression of how it needs to go. You know, that we put a lot on that position. Coach Barry Odom, Mizzou Tigers, joining us here on the hard line, powered by Johnny Londoff Chevrolet. Coach, I'm interested in, and I, th- I think you've talked about this before, being a defensive coordinator, you were focused on that room, those players. And now as a head coach, there's many other responsibilities outside of just the team, fundraising and speeches, those kind of things. What is that like, and, and how do you balance those things? Oh, I, I embrace it, and I, I have um, enjoyment in having an opportunity to go meet with folks that care about our university and care about our athletic program. And, um, you know, the thing that I that I have been able to adjust to a little bit is, is last year I felt like I had to say yes to absolutely everything. Um, and and that's, that's part of the deal. But also after, after last season, if it's, if it's something that's not going to help and make our football program better, I've been able to say no. And uh, that's helped us out. I've spent a lot of time uh, coaching football in the last, you know, six months, and, and I think we're a better football team for it. What's one thing that's surprised you? about the head coaching job that you didn't see coming in? Um, you know, the thing that, that really all the different roles that I had leading up to being the head coach, I, I was around it quite a bit, so not a lot of surprises. Um, you know, it's it's funny, you funny, quote, unquote, funny. <laughs> you pull up to a, a, a red light, you look over to the guy to your right, and you're either going to get a wave or you're going to get the middle finger. So that didn't, that didn't happen much as the defensive coordinator. It's happened a lot as a head coach. So I'm going to see if I can get more waves this year than, uh, than the single uh, finger salute. Terry Beckner, Jr., uh, local kid here. Obviously, when he's been healthy, he's been absolutely dominant. What What is his health level right now, and do you, what do you expect from him this year? I would, I would say he's 100%. And, uh, you know, 
seen him the last couple of weeks, and that spring ball ended up. He's 302 pounds, 303. Looks better than he ever has. A stronger, faster, quicker, uh, more determined. I expect him to have an, an unbelievable year. And how about Fraser? He didn't he broke his arm. He did broke his forearm or one of the bones in his arm uh, towards the end of spring ball. Was cleared, ready to go. He's he's full speed, and uh, it was up to two six two hundred sixty five pounds. Um, really, at the end of the I think he had six or seven sacks, and really they came in the last three or four weeks of the season. So I expect him to to be a, a really a, a an every down guy, but also when it's time to go get the passer, he's got a chance to go do that and be special. Is he going to be the guy leading the pack there, you think? Yeah, I think so. But also for us as a, as a staff, we've got to do a, a, a great job on putting guys in position to, to be successful. If you got a guy, you know, Franklin Agbazimir is a guy that nobody's heard about um, that, that was injured a little bit during the spring. But he's got an unbelievable motor that on third downs, creatively, if you can find a spot for him on the field to go get the quarterback, that's what we've got to do. We've got to be great teachers. We've got to find a way to get those guys on what they do from their skill set and then build the defense around that. And I think that we've got a number of guys uh, that can go do that. Coach, we talked with Coach Martin about a month ago about what he's noticed since he's got to Columbia and just some of the energy that's around the Mizzou sports program right now. How noticeable is that for you, having been there for a year and having spent time in the past, What, how the atmosphere is around well, there right now? Conzo's going to go uh, – he's going to start recruiting for me. Obviously, <laughs> he's doing the hell of a job. <laughs> Uh, I'm, I'm excited to be able to have a chance to work with him. Uh, we've we've been together, uh, you know, in a couple of different events, and really had a lot of the same visions and and things that we obviously want to get done. Really, it starts with Jim Sturk, our director of athletics, and I don't know how many months now Jim's been on the job. Uh, I think he started last last August, but he's been an unbelievable uh, person for our athletic department, our university, on on being a calming force, but also being really aggressive maybe behind the scenes. He doesn't ever want to be at the forefront, but the dude has gotten things done, and uh, he's been awesome for the entire athletic department. Yeah, so this time last year, it was Mac Rhodes. Yeah. And I mean, you were alerted. We saw the video, actually. Somebody posted a video of you being alerted at SEC Media Day. Hey, by the way, you have a new athletic director. What was that transition like? Uh, there's been a lot of bad dreams over over uh, <laughs> the, the the last year, and I uh, know there has been for the fans too when we don't win. But uh, you know, I, I respect Mac. Uh, you know, and, and he took the job that he did for the reasons that he did. He let me know the night before. Um, didn't think we thought we we kind of thought that it was going to stay quiet through the media day, and it broke about. I think it was seven minutes or, or three minutes before <laughs> before I went on the main stage at the oh. SEC Media Day. So, uh, anyway, just, uh, you know, the the thing that, that Jim has done is came in and, and really he's gathered information on every area uh, of our athletics program and then and then put uh, put things into motion on, on making it better, finding a way to make it better or – uh, putting his stamp on it, and uh, I appreciate his approach and, and have a great deal of respect for him. A few minutes left with Barry Odom, the head coach of the Missouri Tiger football team from Winghaven Country Club in O'Fallon. The SEC dominating college football for so long. N not so much the last couple of years. I mean, obviously Alabama's still been good, but the, much of the rest of the league um, struggling compared to their previous high. 
What do you make of, of the SEC? Is that just sort of a thing you go through errors, and, and do you think that the SEC is going to reclaim that mantle as the best conference, or did it ever lose it? Well, we, let's see. The SEC played in it last year, right, and lost it. year before, Alabama won it, if yep. I'm correct. Who won it the year before that? Ohio State. Ohio State. State. And then Alabama. Who, <laughs> who, who, who did Ohio State play in that game? Alabama. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so the SEC is right there. And, yep. uh, you know, obviously you're mentioning one school. Um, it, it's a it's an unforgiving league uh, that if you're not ready to go and play your A game every week, you're going to get exposed really quickly. How hard has it been adjusting now to all the new coaches? For years, the SEC was the same coaches. Mark Rick was there forever. Steve Spurrier was there forever. You had guys, uh, Les Miles was there forever. Now it's kind of a whole new crew where you don't necessarily know what's coming aside from, I mean, and sometimes you're playing them for the first time. And they only have a game or two on film. It's amazing in the SEC, uh, you know, the, the coordinators, how they're recycled almost, you know, from different teams. Uh, more than anything, you want to keep a book on, you know, the DNA of that coordinator on what they're like. And I've got a, I've got a, a book right now of every coordinator in the league on what they've done the last three years. So you study more of that than you do. And obviously look at personnel greatly. But, but And there's tweaks and adjustments, but you, you almost want to – you want to get a DNA study of the coordinator of that team rather than, than you know, for example, the, the University of Georgia. Coach, thank you so much for the time. When's the uh, first official practice of summer? We're going to get going uh, August 1st, so we'll report July 31st that night, and the uh, first practice will be August 1. Uh, I think we're, we're 89 days away uh, from our first game, so the, uh, <laughs> the clock is moving very urgently, that's for sure. Barry Odom, the head coach of the Missouri Football Tigers, joining us here on the Hardline, powered by Johnny Londoff Chevrolet from Winghaven Country Club in O'Fallon, Missouri, for the Mizzou Tiger Club golf event. Coach, take a vacation this summer, would you? Go yeah, get away. Yeah, a little same, bit. This has been a vacation for me today. Yeah. So I'll enjoy the drive back tonight. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. Are you? Yeah. Hopefully the uh, people you see won't be giving you the finger. I mean, we got to talk to people in Columbia. I mean, well, it's a football. It's we'll, as long yeah, as you we'll don't go right. past Columbia on that other side of the state is when it gets to be trouble. <laughs> hey, you know what? I'm giving them the same thing back. We'll be all right. <laughs> <laughs> Barry Odom joining Thanks, us here on the hard line, powered by Johnny Londoff Chevrolet on 590 The Fan. For everything you want to know, for everything you need to know, live on radio, here's Matt Rocchio with the Hardline News Update. Cardinals in action later tonight to start a three-game series against the Cincinnati Reds at the Great American Ballpark. First pitch is set for 6:10 p.m. Carlos Martinez takes on the righty Asher Wojciechowski. Martinez on the season four and four with a 3.08 ERA. His last start against the Reds was back in April on the ninth. He went for five innings with six hits and five earned runs. Of course, that was when he had the long hair and was in a slump. Martinez is coming off a win and a loss in his last two starts. Later tonight, it's the game four of the Stanley Cup final from Nashville as the Predators still down in this series 2-1 to one to the Penguins. And Ohio State has parted ways with head basketball coach Thad Mata. Mata, the coach for the past 13 seasons, apparently came to the conclusion after a conversation with Ohio State AD Gene Smith that his time with the school was up. And the San Francisco Giants have activated Hunter Pence from the disabled list and optioned rookie infielder Christian Arroyo down to AAA. I'm Matt Rocchio with your 590 Sports Report. Thank you very much, Rock. Cam, Yo. if you don't want to lose your hair, what should oh. you do? you got to call Hans Wyman. Honest to God. And it, look, losing your hair, it's, it's brutal. 
and the people that have that going on right now know exactly what I'm talking about. Look, you got to check this out. I know sometimes it's uncomfortable to get into this kind of thing. I had to go through it for the last couple of years here. Now you're really starting to you look in the mirror and you're like, okay, what's going on? You got to call Hans Wyman. Look, I'm the most confident guy in the world, but hair loss gets to you. It honestly does. Check this out. They got this new innovative artist uh, uh, robot that goes on, and they got PRP too. It's state of the art. It's the only one around in the in 750 mile radius. You get go, go through it. There's no stitches, no scars, minimum downtime. I'm doing it Wednesday, by the way. I'm getting it all done. I'm doing the PRP. I'm doing it all. Enough is enough. <clears throat> very, very easy to do. All you got to do is call 844-909-HANS. That is 844-909-HANS. Or the website at HansHairLoss.com. That's H-A-N-S, HairLoss.com. Call for a free hair and scalp analysis. Very, very simple to do. If you call in and you bring my name up, there's a special cam offer, $500 off artists and PRP procedures. Check it out. That's 844-909-HANS. And the high school sports season is pretty much over, but we have some great high school athlete of the week interviews still up on InsideSTL.com. Yep, every Thursday afternoon you can go to the website and we will have some recaps of the best ones from this season, just uh, really just how the athletes ended up doing overall. So you can check that out on InsideSTL.com and it is sponsored by Baker Exteriors and All-Star Trophy. From the Winghaven Country Club in O'Fallon for the Missouri Tiger Club golfing event, this is the Hardline powered by Johnny Londoff Chevrolet on 590 The Fan, 105.7 HD2 FM and InsideSTL.com. 